PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Unchained PlayStation Universe podcast. I'm your host today, Gary, but I'm not the only host, as my co-host, Ben, is here to join me, as always. Ben! I am here! It's been a, it's been a very good week for you. Yeah, it has. It has been a very good it week. It has. It's, yeah. it's been a very good week for fans of a specific franchise. <laughs> yes, of a specific title of a franchise. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unless we'll talk you were a little there. bit about it. <laughs> well, I heard there was some really cool stuff going on in person, and I kind of... Yeah. It sucks that I wasn't there. <sighs> but it's okay. Things happen. Yeah. We can't always get what we want. But other than that, Ben, how have you been this week? Pretty good, thank you. I've just been mainly hyped for what happened this weekend, so... So hyped that you stopped playing the game and went and played a different game. Yeah, I'm playing Fantasy XI, <laughs> the original. There you go. So much for that hype, huh? Well, I can't it's do because... It. I'm going to revert backwards. It's because I'm <laughs> expecting a lot of references of Eleven in the new expansion. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing so... from the new area you go to. Yeah. In this new expansion. Yeah. Well, speaking of it, Ben, let's talk a little bit about it. Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest has begun. Uh, the yeah. first well, three over. tours that they did. Well, the original. Well, it's over, yes. The American one is over. The first of three, yeah. North America, Europe, and Japan, right? Yeah, yep. Um, Japan is usually where they officially show off all the really cool stuff, whereas North America, they kind of announce it. UK, they dabble a little bit in it, and then Japan, they go full bone. But yes, the next 10-year chapter of the Final Fantasy XIV storyline begins next year, June. Right? We don't know if it's ten years. They've said they don't know how long it's gonna be. They just said that it's a new chapter. They don't know they oh, don't know if it's I gonna be another ten, 10 years. Oh. They they've got plans okay. for ten years, but they don't know if the story's gonna be overlapping for ten years. Okay. So this could be like better. this could be like four years, for all we know. Yeah, I think a lot can happen, you know. So but yes, Final Fantasy XIV's newest expansion, Dawn Trail takes place at a nice tropical location this time. One that people compared to Final Fantasy X's village. I don't remember the village name. That walk oh, I remember. The... <laughs> I don't remember the, the village one that name. Get, the one that gets destroyed, Besed? Besed? Or the other one? Is it Besed? The one that Waka is from. Um, is, is that, that Waka? Besed? Waka's from Besed, Besed yeah. right? Yeah. I, I think so. I don't know. Besed, but either way... One... People because there's also another village yeah. where it gets destroyed by sin mm. as well. Yeah, the one with the Kilika. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I feel like it's more Kilika because of all the huts and stuff. But it's it's Final Fantasy X inspired. Yes, very Final Fantasy X inspired. Although, I believe I read that they have said that Blitzball was not coming to the game. So Yeah, they have confirmed no that Blitzball. <laughs> That is sad and disappointing news for a lot of people who wanted to play Bizball in Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I mean, they, they brought Triple Triad, right? So, who knows? But anyways, begins June of 2024. Well, and... summer. But everyone's saying June. 
because every July, one of those every expansion is <laughs> every expansion except for Endwalker is released in around June time. So it'd be very shocking if they don't aim for June. Whether they hit June or not is another question. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's been announced. With that announcement comes a bigger announcement for Sony's competitor, Microsoft, who is finally getting Final Fantasy XIV after 10 years of them telling them no because they wanted their own servers. But now they're <laughs> going for it. Finally. Yay! Final Fantasy XIV. That's going to be a lot of content for Xbox players to play. Yeah. The, the 15 yeah. Xbox players will buy this, this version yeah. of the game. <laughs> well, it, it'll launch in a beta well, form. Most of it, a lot of it is going to be free, right? Because yeah. it's now free from like the first one up to the Stormblood expansion is going to be free now. Yeah, yeah. everything up to Stormblood so... is now part of the free trial, which you have unlimited time and unlimited jobs. You can play, you can play anything up to level. And you can play a lot of it by yourself. You don't need to play with other people. Yes, because from six point five, stuff, right? Yeah, from six point five, all of Stormblood will now be playable. Uh, with the trust system, so you can now do every dungeon in the game without a single, without having to play with anyone. Yeah, of course, this doesn't include raids because those no. are still very difficult to do on your own, unless you're Ben, who I saw almost raided a whole thing by himself. But they are working <laughs> on it. They are working on it. They are working on the original Alliance raids, which is the Crystal Tower series, to be eventually trust compatible. Um, there you go. But only that he's going to model were... all the characters after after Ben's Vault fell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they did no say there's some secret. They did say there's some secret trust that nobody knows yet. So, uh, and we did get a tease for the new job as well. Yes, they announced two new jobs. Technically, yeah. they said yeah. both jobs are going to be DPS. That's the, all yeah. the news that we got. So, and... two new DPS jobs are coming. One is, I think, one is magical from what we know, and one is physical. Um, so, and I expect the physical one to use scouting gear because scouting every every job, every piece of gear has two jobs now, except for scouting, because fending has tanks. Those all share fending gear, so that's technically four. Um, and then for melee, you have maiming gear for dragoon and reaper. Um, striking gear for samurai and monk, uh, and then you have scouting gear, which is just ninja only. So I'm expecting the new, the new one of the new classes to be scouting based, and everyone is saying that it, it, there's a huge chance it's going to be a pirate job. Well, that'd be cool. Because if you look at some people are suge- saying that if you look at the Warrior of Light uh, during the cutscenes for the trailer, it looks like they've cut out his weapon. Like, it looks like he's holding a rapier in one hand and a gun in the other. <laughs> so, they're like, with the pirate theme and it looking a bit like Orlando Bloom in the trailer, that maybe it's a Corsair job. And the other theory cool. is based on the t-shirt, because Yoshi P, as always, comes up on stage with a t-shirt to tease the next the first <laughs> job. And this time... Yeah, he wore it's, a Turtles shirt, right? Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So... People, a lot of people are suggesting that it's probably going to be a Pictomancer. Um, that's one of the major theories. Another theory is Mutant, um, uh, which I feel like is too on the nose. I think that's true. But we've had stuff like that in the past where Scarlet Witch ended up well, as a Red Mage. I, I mean, he would have worn an X-Men shirt if it was a Mutant, right? That would have been yeah. straight up telling you. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I feel like Pitomancer is probably the biggest chance, or at least artist, because that would be a ranged magical. So either way, I'm excited yeah. to see the new jobs. You're excited for the whole of the expansion. I know, Ben. Yes. It actually looks pretty cool. Also comes with the uh, the graphical update, right? Yep. Um, they showed update. some of that off. Which is the, so is that when the update is going to come out is with that expansion or is that going to come uh, at an update? Yeah, it's going to be coming out with 7.x. Okay. Uh, they had a small video of it. It looks really good, at least for the characters. I think it was a character texture upgrade. Yeah. I don't think they've shown yeah. off the environments yet. Oh, no, they so... showed some environments. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah, they showed, but not much. They showed some uh, Dalmeg. They showed some interiors and they showed off Dalmeg and how, how much more it, it um, how much more, um, how many more flowers they have now? Uh, let's see if I can find a picture. Anyone else want to Google it? Uh, that's <laughs> they, they're like, look how pretty it is. It does look so much prettier now than it did before. Um, but no, I'm excited to see what they what they, what what it looks like. Because remember, they, they've also said that it will it, it's going to be added over time because they can't get everything done at once because of all the different all different characters and you know places and armors. There's it's something that will just take some time to adjust so uh, uh i'm trying to find the there we go uh, here we go this the go here you go this is what it looks like the graphical update the one on the left of course is the new graphics the one on the right is the old graphics yeah there's a huge difference yeah it looks great yeah they, they showed off some areas other areas as well like some of the stairs and some of the buildings and yeah, it, it, it everything is brighter, and everything is prettier. <laughs> Good, so. at least for that area. Not everything needs to be bright and pretty. No, not everything. Sometimes but, we need a little dark. Uh, this is one of the new zones that we'll be visiting, and they showed it off with the graphical update. Oh, thanks. Um, this is from Mioni's video. Go check out Mioni. Just noticed that. <laughs> there you go. This is one of the new zones they showed off. Nice. They said that there's a lot that it's a city of very small people and very tall people. So it would be interesting to see what happens. And the, 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 the tribal, the tribal stuff is based on fantasy 10 as well. Of course. Alrighty, Ben, I think yeah. you've had enough final fantasy 14 for today. <laughs> yeah, I have. Go check out well, the we're not that goes up, up to the end of Stormblood. <laughs> But we are not leaving Final Fantasy just yet. Yoshi P, the guy who single-handedly saved Square Enix from a second bankruptcy, (laughs) um, took to Famitsu Magazine's interviews, essentially not understanding why people are assholes. (laughs) As he said, he does not understand why people have to be so negative and troll so much uh when it comes to final fantasy 16 um i don't think he's had a game because i think all 14 has kind of been positive for him so now you're getting a game where people aren't really how can i put this calling it a non-final fantasy game which of course is stupid but yeah he's not happy with it but with it also came some good news um square enix recently released a survey in japan asking what people want to see in the future from Final Fantasy 16, leading, obviously, a lot of people to believe 
that DLC is coming, even though they said they have no plans currently for DLC. That's probably going to change soon. Ben, your I mean, thoughts I was ex- on I was expected. I always expected some DLC to be teased or announced at least when the PC version comes out because that way it helps people to double dip. Mm-hmm. Like, why buy the game again if if you already own it? And if they add DLC to the PC version and add the DLC to the PlayStation version, there's more chance that people will buy it again. So I expected it. Um, and just because they didn't plan to originally doesn't mean they weren't Okay, they might not have been planning it exactly, but that doesn't mean they didn't have the idea of what they could do. Because they left a lot of things that kind of could be done. The biggest one is Leviathan. Like, that's the biggest one they could do easily. Well, it's one that I think needs to happen since, you know, it, Leviathan is mentioned. Leviathan is pivotal to the story, but yet Leviathan never makes an appearance. <laughs> Um, so I think Leviathan is definitely one they they need. Anything else you'd rather you you'd like to see with the story? I mean, I know a lot of people hate me for this, but I want I want Jill and Clive to go on a date as the DLC. Oh my god! <laughs> I want I want dating DLC with Clive and Jill, but not what? not everything has to be exactly violent and dangerous. Sometimes it's just gonna be a fun time DLC. It's true. It's true. I mean, you can do two. I mean, or it could just be part of it. You know. Yeah. Their date gets derailed, Leviathan shows up. But but the problem with doing Leviathan is you can't really do Leviathan in the story anymore, can you? Um because it wouldn't make any sense for Clive to encounter Leviathan and then not even mention Leviathan afterwards. I, I believe that that you do Leviathan, you have to do either before Clive's story to show us what happened to Leviathan. Oh or the Leviathan story doesn't involve Clive at all. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, if it takes place at the same time, I don't know. I, I there's plenty of times when it could have been when Dihon left left the hospital. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> it, it could be, it could be any time Jill is wandering around randomly. It, 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 hell, it could be any time Clive is part of the Empire still before the start of the game. Well, before the start of the middle start. You know, you know what I mean. Before the time skip that happened at the start of the game, because you play kid Clive, then you skip to adult Clive, who is part of the Empire. Could have been then a story. Then, for all we know, just because he meets Leviathan doesn't mean he's going to get Leviathan's powers. Yeah, but it's the idea that he never even mentions Leviathan. Nobody mentions Leviathan. The only person who mentions him is Joshua when he sees the mural. So you're telling me any none of those people met Leviathan then? Fine, and have the storyline be you play as Joshua and meet, jo- meet Leviathan as Joshua. Boom, done. But then Joshua would have probably said what happened to Leviathan, wouldn't he? No, no, if he's too, not really. Remember, he's just made his brother for the first time in years. He's probably too excited about meeting his brother to care about anything else. He's probably. I don't know. I, I could easily walk that off as an emotion. He's just too emotional about meeting his brother again. They, he, he's not. He doesn't care about. Like, there's more important things to mention than, oh, by the way, I met Leviathan, they're a bit of a dick. Or whatever. <laughs> there, there's much more important stakes than that. Well, there is a theory, Ben. And a little spoiler is here. Uh, so skip, like, I don't know, a minute. There is a theory that the little girl, or is it a boy? I don't know, I think it's a boy. The little boy who saves Dion's life is Leviathan. 
And the theory, because the name of the little boy, I don't remember what it is, but it roughly translates to uh, ocean god or water god or something like that. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the little little girl that helps him. Oh, yeah. So it is a girl. Okay, I thought it was a I little boy. I think it's a girl, sorry. yeah. Yeah, um, because she is kind of featured uh, in uh, the second half when, you know, they're walking through the Demo- uh, Damascus. The mosquito, whatever it's called, the the desert city, um, and she's trying to sell the healing potions and stuff like that. She's featured quite a bit doing that, and then obviously plays a bigger role when when she saves Dion's life. But the theory is that she is Leviathan, and her power just hasn't awakened yet. Um, and so then it never that. will because they're all dead. <laughs> magic, magic is dead now. Yes. Um, Spoilers again if you've not skipped. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, I don't spoilers. Know. I think I think Leviathan would be good. I mean, it's been so long uh, now that I keep get, keep forgetting that it's it's been out for months now. So yeah, but yeah, uh, the another DLC I would personally like is an after or an epilogue. No, no, I do need that. No, I do. Why not? We've already got the epilogue, but then reading the book and then shutting the book and then they go out and play. We don't need anything else. Leave it as it is. You don't no, not, we do need explain to... everything. I think we do need to over explain some stuff. <laughs> I think we need to learn if Joshua actually died, one. And two, we need to know if Clive actually died. I had this I conversation think, think, with Tim. And I like it stuff... more. I like it more because this way you can make it however you want it to be. If you want them to be I alive, guess. you could technically talk about the fact that Clive used Ultima's, I guess, a huge endgame finale spawners here. Just going to spoil it all. Clive used the magic from Ultima to revive Joshua, and then Joshua survives that way. Or you could say that Clive, only only part of him turns into the curse, and he survives that way. Like, it, it, it really all depends on, or you could just say that they just died. It's open-ended so that that way you could decide who if anyone survives we know at least someone uses joshua's name though because the book is written by joshua at the end exactly so it's either joshua but, who wrote it or clive wrote it in joshua's name yeah. because remember or, he made the promise to write his story of everything that happened yeah so i mean I st- my only I still bug is still know, the fact that i wish that subtitles had sid instead of clive whenever anyone's calling clive sid <laughs> That's my biggest bug at the game. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to getting a DLC where you play a Sid and why he kind of separated from Benedicta and all that. I'd be okay with that too. And how he started the whole thing. Because Sid is cool. But anyways, Final Fantasy 16. Still a great game. People should definitely play it. Then, consolidation continues in the world of video games. <laughs> And I'm personally not happy about it. Really? I know some people are happy because they just want to destroy their competitors and people they hate. But unfortunately, it continues. The latest... I'm going to call it a, call them a victim because I feel like they're a victim. Um, Techland, uh, not fully acquired, but they are now essentially under the ownership of Tencent, the biggest company in the world. Tencent has taken a majority shareholder stake in Techland. So they pretty much make the decisions, even though Techland have said that everything is going to remain the same. 
they are going to work the way they've been working. Nothing's going to change. They say that up until they make a female main hero and Tencent is like, uh-uh. <laughs> that's not happening. Or they make a gay main character and then Tencent's like, uh-uh, that's not happening. Because um, it's a very big possibility that that is what will happen. Ben, are you excited for more consolidation? No. That's my response. <laughs> Even with the fantastic news that Sony is looking to hire uh, somebody to be in charge of acquisitions going in the future. I accidentally just closed the page I was looking at for that, too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to close a different page, and this is the one I closed like an idiot. I'm trying to find it again. Yes. Uh, on the lookout for manager to identify uh, inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions and investments. We know Sony has said that they are not done with acquisitions and that more are on the way. Obviously, the big one that people have been cheering on to happen, rumors have been going around that it is happening, that Sony will be acquiring Square Enix, which is funny since Square Enix just came out with Phil Spencer and pledged future Final Fantasy titles will be coming to play to Xbox. Who knows how that's going to work out if Sony acquires them. Ben! I I still feel like that's that's been planned for ages and it's going to be um, the Pixel remasters and they were waiting until the sales die down on PlayStation and Switch and then put it on Xbox for the extra Game Pass money. Um, so yeah, I'll be, interested to see, I'll be interested to see if Sony buys Square and just gives them the same role that they have with Bungie where they can publish anything they want, but I doubt it. Um, so yeah. You think Sony will make things exclusive to their console? I think Sony will make uh, most games exclusive to their console, but there'll be some titles that'll be launched on both PC and uh, both on PlayStation and Switch. I just feel like it'll be exclusive. They won't be on Xbox. So yeah, that's my view. We'll see. Yeah, I I still don't think Square Enix is a a big company for them to grab. Personally, I don't think it's gonna really have a big impact. Well, um, I grab a company that already gives you platform exclusivity anyway, most of the time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, they need to get a company that will impact the industry. And Square Enix, unfortunately, isn't that company. I know a lot of people want it, but like you said, what's the point if they're already so willing to make these deals with Sony? Uh, so, yeah, that is unfortunately more consolidation is on the way. Uh, Microsoft will probably have to wait a lot longer than most companies because they still have to wait to close the deal with Activision probably until next year at this point from what it's sounding like. Um, so yeah, moving on then. Ben, PlayStation Plus Essential Games have been announced by Sony. Uh, we are finally, which should have happened probably three years ago, Dreams is finally coming to PlayStation Plus as our August monthly games uh, dreams, uh, the, the creation game from Media Molecule that they have now said they're not going to be supporting anymore. Like I said, yay, now, now, now that the game is dead, we're getting it, yay. Yeah, right? It's ridiculous. But that's not the only game. We are also getting Death's Door and everybody's favorite and the game that everybody has wanted for the longest time, PGA Tour 2K23. <laughs> A golf game. People love golf, right? 
Oh, PJ. I thought you said TGA, and I was very confused. Like, the Game Awards. <laughs> no, PGA, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our three monthly games for August. Are you excited for any of them? No. I already had Dream, so... Dream. I already oh, had okay. it. So, I guess Death's Door, maybe? I don't know what it is. Um, it's like okay. a Souls-like game. Super difficult game. Okay, then no. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, 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 I mean, okay, you can make your own character in PGA, I think. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> it says you can play as a male or female pro, including Tiger Woods. I mean, ooh. Level up your my play with new skills and archetypes. I could be a tank, I guess. I can go down the, the DPS skill tree. <laughs> Run your own art societies to manage tournaments and seasons or test your skills against your friends. In the Diva Derby and the casual mode. Create your own dream course with Course Designer, which features thousands of custom models of objects. Okay. You had me at make your own courses. I may download it for that. It's free. It's not going to hurt me to download it, but I may download it for that, Gary. I, that, and then make my own cool course. <laughs> uh. You're the best, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You're so easily entertained. I love it. <laughs> Gonna be the best course of all time. Everyone's gonna enjoy it. Gonna be twisty and turny, and it's gonna be bunks of sand everywhere, and there's gonna be a, ra a random tree in the middle of the field. It's gonna be perfect to piss everyone off. It's gonna be great. It's gonna have one. It's gonna be a straight line with a random massive oak tree in the middle of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. or, or if I can, oh my god, if I can, I'm just gonna try and use the course to write. Download Pharmacy 14's free trial in out of the sand. Just <laughs> But also talking about Dreams, I don't know if you can bring this up, but Tren, a a Media Monica original Tren is also coming out August first. Um and it's it's based on the Dreams engine. So yeah, that this is a train based game and it's also going to be pretty cool new kit with 550 different elements and stuff so you can make your own tracks and stuff it's pretty cool it kind of reminds me of what micro machines used to be kind of in a way but train like i don't know what no skeletric skeletric sorry that's what i was thinking of remember skeletric i don't really yeah i'm sorry it was uh, it was a physical thing, not a video game, where you would have where you would make a track, and the track was, I guess, magnetic or something, and then you put a little car on it, and then you press a button, and the the car would drive around the track. Oh yeah, those I know those. Yeah, I think they were called something else here then. Okay, I think they were called Skeletric here. <laughs> I don't ask me how to spell it, but. It's okay. <laughs> uh, oh, Let's move it. on then. Scal Etric. Okay, yeah. Maybe it was the UK thing. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. It's all good. Capcom is back in the news. Uh, has apparently an unannounced game uh, that's coming very soon that they expect to sell millions and millions of units. A lot of people are assuming this is a new Monster Hunter game, which would make sense. Um, Ben, 
What? I mean, I've already said why. Capcom have unannounced. They can sell millions of units. Okay. If we're going the serious answer, it's obviously Monster Hunter because the anniversary is coming up and it's been a while since we've had the Monster Hunter game. So serious idea, Monster Hunter. My idea, Mm. Maximo. (laughs) I don't think that's going to sell millions unless it's being made by From Software. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be insane. Like, can you imagine From Software appears and then we're making Maximo? Holy shit. From the makers of Demon Souls and a collab (laughs) from the makers of Ghost and Goblins comes Maximo Souls. (laughs) Max's souls. Maxi souls. Maximum of souls. <laughs> the game is permadeath. One hit kill. It only lasts 40 In hours, fact, too. So no. <laughs> what happens is it's not, not only just permadeath, it's perma game where you die and it deletes itself. You have to re download it. Oh my God. <laughs> um. You don't have to rebuy it because that'd be mean, but you have to re-download the whole thing because it deletes itself. The sequel will have you rebuy a license when you die. <laughs> That's some Hideo Kojima shit, man. <laughs> I think it was an, there was an MMO that like tried to do that as well at one point. Like that there was, was. Um, uh, it released and then it died because nobody could play anymore. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. It was based on. Um, Oh, God, what was it based on? Oh, God, I don't remember now. No, what it did release. You could play the game, and then you could have a child, and then when you died, you played the child, and then you could grow up again. It was weird. (laughs) Oh, Okay, I'm thinking of a different one. I know there's an MMO that released that if you died died in the MMO, your your character was permadeath, and you had to start over. When you die in the MMO, you die in real life. <laughs> it's it's sort of online. <laughs> uh. That's fantastic. Rumors are continuing to heat up for Rockstar's remake of Red Dead Redemption, as Rockstar themselves have somehow updated the Red Dead Redemption page on their website with a brand new logo of the Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> remaster or remake essentially confirming that it is in development um and probably going to be announced a lot sooner than we think ben i know you're I mean, not a fan of rockstar no but, but they need more money to fund that <laughs> two billion grand theft auto <laughs> yes. 6 budget the the rumor that grand theft auto 6 is costing about two billion dollars to create and they said that sony's 200 million budget for the last of us was unsustainable <laughs> that's insane um i mean i i don't see why people don't believe it's two billion like from what i can tell this the two billion isn't the project right now right they've cut the, the rumor is the fact that the two billion is the current game, making the current game, which it means paying all the staff, which if there's a thousand people making the game, that's a lot of money to pay for staff. You, well, you, would you expect, would maybe take a, a couple of million just from staff payments at least, right? Yeah. Like you, you're looking at millions just to pay the staff for, for, for five years that they've been working on. Supposedly 10 years, but let's just be reasonable and say five years because that's about how much time the game takes to make nowadays. 
and then mm. they've got the marketing budget is grand theft auto that's going to be ridiculous we're going to look at about 500 million for the marketing budget because that's going to go insane if not i would say close to a, like maybe 750 million is probably going to be spent on the marketing because there's probably going to be twitch stuff there's probably going to be events there's probably going to be billboards everywhere there's probably going to be adverts everywhere when grand theft auto 6 drops everything's going to be everything on grand theft auto 6 everything everything everywhere is going to be grand theft auto 6 everything everywhere at all times will be Grand Theft Auto 6. You're not going to get away from it. It's going to be everywhere, anytime, every place. You're going to go poop and suddenly there'll be an advert on the door somehow of Grand Theft Auto 6. It's just going to be everywhere. <laughs> um, and then that budget also includes all DLC and plans for the next 10 years. So if we're look already looking at a billion almost in costs from game and marketing, another billion for 10 years of support and patches and online content isn't out, out of the question. So two billion, I feel like it sounds like a stupid amount of money and it is a stupid amount of money, but for Grand Theft Auto, I think it's the, the, the right amount of money <laughs> because it's I mean, for a game that's been out for, what is it about 10 years now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and multiple generations. It's in the yeah, it's in the top ten bestsellers to this day since its launch. So for ten years, the game has been in the top ten bestsellers every month. They have money to burn. <laughs> Clearly, if it's still sell, I don't even know who still hasn't doesn't have Grand Theft Auto Five. It's insane how well that game continues to sell. Um, you probably owned it. Don't even know how you owned it. You probably just have it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's kind of out of control when it comes to today. And 6 is going to be no different. Um, so you're right. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have actors, like real-life fake actors that they had to pay as well. Um, so the budget... I mean, I wish we knew if this was the budget as a whole or if this is just the game development cost. That's Well, we like know this is the budget. As a, from we just, what we had, the rumors, it's the budget overall. This is okay. everything. Oh. I mean, it's only one billion more than Halo Infinite, so <sighs> it is going to be a massive game. And rumors that it's going to be um, Sony has the marketing rights for it, so that it's going to be all over with PlayStation. That there's probably going to be a PS5 bundle with it as well, uh, including its own faceplates and a controller. Um, it's going to be big. I mean, the only other massive thing that Sony can do is get timed exclusivity for it. If Sony managed to do Please that. Dad. I, <laughs> if Sony managed to do that, that alone can probably rival the insanity of the Activision Blizzard yeah. sale. But please don't, <laughs> Sony. Please don't do that because <laughs> Grand Theft Auto is going to have, have an online, and I, I, I say I said to everything, online needs to be on every every platform, so it has a healthy platform. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing that could happen. It, I, in the, I, ten years ago, I, I would say it would never happen. Grand Theft Auto would never be exclusive to one console, but Grand Theft Auto 4's DLC I mean, was yeah, and exclusivity to Xbox. For a year. Um, so the DLC, yeah. The full game, uh, Sony would probably have to spend a lot of money to get this as a timed exclusive to PlayStation. Um, so we'll see what happens when it's finally officially announced. Where it's announced, how it's announced, I think is going to play a big role. Um, moving on, to the final story, Ben. Uh, well, this is like a couple of stories in one. Um, 
Warrain Studios, the developers of Baldur's Gate 3, which is releasing on PC very soon, uh, and September on PlayStation. Um, console exclusive for now, as they try to work out how to get the game, uh, the game's co-op split screen to work on the Series S, I believe. They they said that that was their big problem, was getting it to run on the Series S. Um, yeah, they can't get the split screen working properly without a good frame rate. Yeah. Uh, they have said that they hired intimacy coordinators to help them build the romantic and sex scenes in Baldur's Gate 3. I really want to know how they got the intimacy coordinators to tell them how to have sex with a bear. Because I would have loved to be there to hear I mean, fairies exist. (laughs) Fairies exist. I think that's the only thing I need to say. Like, fairies exist. And by the way, never kink shame. You enjoy what you like to enjoy as long as it doesn't harm anyone. Yeah, exactly. And even then, that's with consent. (laughs) But along with this story, Ben, um, fans, media, journalists have already hailed Baldur's Gate 3 as the genre-defining and genre-changing game that is going to be the, the game that forces other companies to build their games the same way. And yeah, Warring I'm hearing Studios, the opposite. <laughs> they're not happy about it. Um, they don't want to be that game. They don't want people to design their games the same way they do. They don't want to be... It's essentially the same situation that Final Fantasy had back in the 90s and early 2000s where companies waited for the next Final Fantasy to come out to model their games after Final Fantasy. That's what they did. A lot of them even admitted to doing that. Um, And in a way, that kind of transitioned to Bethesda with the Elder Scrolls. People waited for a new Elder Scrolls to see how they can model their games after what they've done. But now, it's on Warring Studios, and they're not happy about it. They don't want to be that game. They just want to make their game and have people enjoy it. Ben, please tell me what you're going to say before I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I, I just have heard a few people say the fact that they're worried about the game now that reviewers aren't going to get it till a couple of days before release because the company is well known for having really good starts of the game but then really buggy and messy like final halves. So now people are worried mm-hmm. that this game might still have the same issue and that's why the reviews are going out so late. They're, hope, they're hoping the reviewers don't get far enough into the game to find the bugs and issues. I mean... There's always that stigma of it, but there have been plenty of games that have a, had an embargo the same day as release that have gotten fantastic reviews. Um, the game has been in open beta since, what, 2019? Yeah, but that's only Act 1, and they said they're changing Act 1. Not open beta, early game. access, yeah. Right. Yeah, but early access is only Act 1, and Act 1 will be changing for the full game as well. So I don't know. I, I think people are making too big of a deal out of it. Than, than it needs to be. I know people see a lot of games where the embargo is very close to the release date not really doing that well review-wise, but I always see the opposite as well. Um, Remnant 2, a recently released game. Its embargo was, what, Friday, I believe it was? The game came out on Tuesday, but the early um, access started on Friday, so if you bought the Ultimate Edition, you'd be able to play it um, four days early. And it 
received great reviews too, uh, essentially on launch day, if you look at it that way. Um, fighting games do the same thing. Uh, their embargoes are usually launch day because that's when the servers go live so they can play online multiplayer. Yeah, but it's... Uh, I, there's a difference between a fighting game and a shooting game and an, an RPG where you got to put hours in. Like, I can understand why people are worried about... Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I get... I, Maybe it all really depends on how early people got review codes for it. Yeah. Like, if they had a review code for the game for, like, a month now, no, they, they would be able to get... them soon. They're only they, getting they, them soon? Yeah, they're only getting them soon, from what I can tell. Uh... Who's saying that, though? Because massive sites usually get them a lot earlier than content review creators codes delayed by another two days. They go out today. On a Sunday, I highly doubt it. Everybody's not working. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they said I've received word that the the review codes might not go out today, but rather Sunday. So again, I, I have to ask: Is it a big company that's saying that, or a smaller one? Uh, Jason, Jason Shire. No. Well, yeah, he's been shadow banned from a lot of companies, so I won't be surprised if they're not sending him one. <laughs> Larian Studios tell me the review codes for Baldur's Gate Three won't be out until July twenty eighth. Um, so, and and IGN writer said that they won't be out until Sunday. So, right. well, I guess we'll see how it turns out. I, if if Divinity and Divinity Two Original Sin taught me anything, is I shouldn't be worried about it because those games were phenomenal. Um, and I believe their embargoes was like three days before the game came out, so I'm okay with it. But we'll see what happens. Any other news, Ben, that you want to bring up? Not that I know of, because I spent my entire week caring about Final Fantasy XIV and its free trial that eventually you got the end of Stormblood. Um, I will yeah, say that they so need much, to... You went back to play eleven instead. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say they need to make sure that next event, at least the next NA event, is a little bit more cleaner. Because from what I'm hearing, a lot of people were having issues at the event from not having anywhere to sit during the press release to... Um, not not being able to even get inside and being stuck outside in the, the 110 heat. So, uh, so yeah, there was there's there was a lot of issues at the event. Um, like they were sending out messages for people to get water and eat food because that's a digital app for the event this time. And but nobody could get to the food or water because it was too busy. And then the battle arena, which people had to sign up for, would, would the queue for that was two hours. Oh God. So and then every, everything everything was a queue, and then that queue would often take you to a, a person that would then give you a voucher to um, to another queue. So yeah, please make sure you work with another company to hopefully scale up better. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, the UK and Japan ones are do the transition better, and whatever the next fan fest is going to be in Vegas again. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, there is one story, Ben, that, that I did forget to bring up. Sorry. Okay. No worries. <laughs> it, is, it is about Final Fantasy, so that's Yay! good. Yay! <laughs> um, but um, Yoshinaru Kai, Kaitsi? Kitase. Sorry, Kitase. Uh, the original director of my favorite Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VI, is still pushing Square Enix to remake what very many consider to be the best Final Fantasy game, including myself. Um, pushing to Square Enix to make a remake 
of it. He goes on to cite the great reception that characters like Kefka has received in Final Fantasy XIV as a sign that people want to go back to this world. Uh, also citing the success of Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, hoping to bring more eyes to this title. Would you be okay with the remake of Final Fantasy VI? And do I you mean, agree <laughs> with Kafka's reception in... Kafka, everyone enjoyed it. Everyone, likes, everyone likes all the references in fourteen. I like... <laughs> everyone liked when we fought Gobez and X-Death and... A lot of people are excited for the fact that we're going to fight Zeromus in 6.5. So, yeah, people like the old stuff. So they can throw it in if they've got time with the 9 remake, the 10 remake, the remake remake, (laughs) the 7 remake part 3, the 7 remake part 2. They can can fit in somewhere, I guess. And the tactics, don't forget the tactics remake. (laughs) Do you you find it weird, though, Ben, that, you know, as Heeb said and as. So many have said before, six in a lot of circles is considered to be the best. I know that's a didn't personal as, choice for us. It might be the best, but it didn't have as big of a worldwide influence as a seven. Well, yeah, because got... seven was PlayStation, and then six had the confusion with it being three in North America, and people were like, "Where the fuck is one and two? Yeah, it, and it was a whole thing, right? <laughs> the fact that it didn't exist in Europe. Yeah. So, do you feel like it's kind of deserving to get a remake over maybe nine at this in this stage? Like, should it have gotten a remake before nine? Uh, as someone who likes nine, no. But <laughs> as somebody say, say you're neutral, you know, nine is if not I, your favorite. Then. If I was neutral, but then if I'm neutral, then same with six because I wouldn't really know anything about six. But like it, four no got a what, remake on the, on the DS. Like yeah, but that's the DS. That's, that's the cheaper than making it a, a full HD open world game. Multiple open worlds, wouldn't it be as well? Because don't you have spoilers? Don't you have the, the, the world of ruin? Yeah. So not only do you have to do one open world, you then have to do another open world. <laughs> like, 6 is a very big game, and that's the reason why 7 is split up into multiple titles. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they could reasonably make six as a remaster remake how people want it and still enjoy the experience that they had in the, in the original. I think a lot of people, if it does come out, will be completely disappointed. I actually agree with you. I kind of don't want them to do it. I, I just want them to update it. Update it. Update how they're updating um, Star Ocean, the second story right now. That's getting re-released in November. Give me something like that. I'm I'm not asking for a remake quality like Seven is getting. Keep it the way it is. I don't need changes. I just want updated visuals. That's all I care about. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get it eventually. Hopefully, one day. It's not going to be anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, all right, Ben. Shout outs. Where can people reach you? Shout out to everyone listening. Thank you all for listening. Uh, remember, you can find me at Movie Grammar Radio this week. We'll be talking about fan fests, of course. Uh, we'll have the lovely Maelstrom Radio on as we're going to do a special episode. Um, thank you to everyone that joins us for this. Um, and I'll be, yeah, we'll be back next week. Oh, you can find me, MG underscore Chili, and Moogle Grand Radio on Twitch. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Twitch. What's uh, that? <laughs> nothing. You can reach me on X 
Galgalhush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, on the porn site now, as it's dubbed X. God, so terrible. X gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you, Even if I want it or not, he's giving it to me. (laughs) Oh, God. So bad. Um, Shout out to you, Ben. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for letting me host. It's always fun. Uh, Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to Alfonso. Hopefully we'll be back next week from what he has told me. I'm holding out hope. Um, Hope you're doing well. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, Yeah, that's it, Ben. And if you play Dragon Bow, good luck with the anniversary events tonight because you're going to hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I already hate... Well, I hated my pulls and then I got lucky on a pull of a character I didn't even know was in the banners. So I was happy after yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's in every banner now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll, I'd rather have him than, than the new cards, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.